This is where the magic happens. I'm Angela, and um, I'm mad today, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is Ryan Singer. Um, thank you for listening to the program. I guess it's a program. The program. It has the a program. program time. When thank it you for get checking your local up. listings and catching the program time for <laughs> us, which <laughs> is every. Well, it's every roughly every Wednesday. Roughly, it is every Wednesday. We've never missed it, I, one. I usually get it up around. 2 a.m. You get it up at 2 a.m. <laughs> Ryan can go all. He, Ryan can go till dawn. Uh, Podcast till dawn. For the record, I <laughs> I was being very just normal about that when I was saying that about getting it up. Um, but yeah, I'm actually a friend of mine, uh, Amy, recommended some. I believe I'm saying this correct. Ayurvedic tea. Oh, with a y. Yeah, I, yeah. I've seen this, and um, it's um, for. For sleep. What is it? It's caffeine-free, obviously. I mean, Uh you drink it at night. It's called slumber tea. Nice. And so I drank a cup of it last night. How did it work? And I was also pretty tired. Because like the last two days, I didn't sleep much. And then, um, but I I zonked. I mean, I woke up probably 25 minutes before you got here. Whoa. Which is good. That is good. Um, So obviously, I needed some sleep, but... um, and for those of you who are wondering when she got here, um, <laughs> I, I was up, on time today. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know I probably woke up at my initial alarm went off because it was like, I don't know, two thirty the last time I looked at the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, so I set my alarm for ten thirty. So that's eight hours. And if you're lucky, you get seven hours of sleep if you're in bed for eight hours. Mm-hmm. And I, that alarm went off. And I like got up, got out of bed, turned it off, and I was like, "Not yeah. today, not today." If you had a cat, Ryan, you'd be even better at staying in bed. My little Shug, the jewel in my cat queen crown, Shuggy, uh, who recently came out and loved all up on Brandy. He's Gemini. She's Gemini rising, so he finally acknowledged that. I think, but he's like super skittish. He hears me making the bed, and he jumps in it, and he fans out his perfect little body, and he's like, "No." He's a slumber kitty. He is a slumber kitty. God, I love him so much. Um. What was the thing I was going to tell you, though? Something else about tea and sleeping. Fuck. I need Something good about tea and sleep? Drink tea while you're asleep? I tried to stay up really late because I thought the dumpsters went out in front of my building last night, and then I don't have to walk as far with lots of garbage. I recently got everything I own out of storage in Utah. I'm totally done. The lawsuit I had going in Utah, done with that. Never setting a toe in Utah again. Super excited about that. So I got all my stuff out of storage and I'm in this really small apartment. I have hauled at least, probably more now, half of what I owned to Goodwill. I would have hauled it to out of the closet, but they closed the one that was close to me and I had so many runs to make it was Goodwill. But at least it wasn't Salvation Army unless they've changed their policy on firing homosexuals and I don't know about that. The Salvation Army, there used to be a huge Salvation Army uh, store that I could walk to from here. Really? Um, And then... This I was, quit them this a long was time years ago. ago. They and they were firing people for being gay. Yeah, and then you just at, at some point you just have to realize like, oh, I guess even though the store is huge and has so much incredible stuff, I just can't come here anymore. No, no. And but there's also two Goodwills. Uh, I know uh, my truck is full of shit, and I'm and taking I'll, it. Well, last time I was over here, I dumped a bunch of stuff at your Goodwill, and this time I'm dumping a bunch of stuff at your Goodwill too. Um, but I am done with possessions. Uh, I'm done. Except for all the things that you've Except recently for all bought. The thi- I have two closets <laughs> of clothing and I have my weird, fun, costume, fancy, weird clothes. But didn't you just buy a bunch of furniture and stuff? No, I bought a bookcase, a, a bathroom storage, and a headboard. That's all I bought. I thought you bought a couch. 
Oh yeah, but I didn't. I had to put the couch back in the trailer. So yeah, I did buy a couch. But then I, you, I people need couches, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And didn't you also buy like an armoire? No. For your altar. Oh, oh yeah, I bought an altar, but I didn't have any furniture. And it's a very small curio cabinet. Aren't that you I about bought. to buy four selenite lamps? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Only three. I, I already free. bought one. <laughs> I, hello, world. I am free of possessions. <laughs> I'm getting rid of all my <laughs> old stuff <laughs> and bringing in new stuff. If I had selenite lamps, I wouldn't have this given so them up. This is so funny to me. But, uh, so, but no, okay. I'm the exact same way. I'm like, I, I'm a minimalist. Yeah. And then three days later, I'm buying stuff. I did get rid of so much shit, though. I have a huge bin of really cool Halloween stuff um, that I'm taking to Renee. And I, at first I was like, because I have um, I have uh, multiple weird colored Christmas trees. I have a big pink one. I have a lavender one, a blue Hanukkah tree, and a gold Christmas tree. Yeah, you don't need all All different sizes. Yeah, I but mean, it's cool to have them. I didn't get rid of those because you can flatten them and shove them in the weird corner where nothing will fit. So they're all in storage. But I did get rid of like a shit ton of Christmas and Halloween stuff because if you live in Utah, Ryan, and you have a basement, I had a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bath house with a basement. So I had a shit ton of stuff. And I donated like half of it before I left was on the porch for boys and girls club. Then I put, I had like a five by 15 storage space that wasn't even full. And then I, I got all that. And now I have like, I don't know, maybe like, I don't, I don't even know, but I have, you see, you have seen. It's hard not to fill the void. isn't it? it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no, I mean, I get it. Like if I have like it, yeah, I'm not trying to be a, you know, figurative here but i mean uh-huh. like, it works oh. literally and figuratively but like look, we have all this, this open space i when brought we you this present bigfoot i not dead <laughs> by graham romeo it's so Ramois. funny it'll give you it'll remind you that bigfoot can be where'd fun. you find this i owned it look it has my stamp with my name in the inside i think when i have another kid? one too yeah oh i couldn't God. find it this one, book but when belongs I find to it. angela level there is a stamp yeah i have a stamp because people steal my books i stamp all my books well did i tell you about where i'm at on all that the bigfoot the, no. my experience where i had an encounter with um i don't think we ever went into we're like gonna, a fully we're, detailed we're gonna story, talk but, today about feeling safe and protection yeah. so this is all we're, we're really going somewhere this is, with thank this. you for this book this looks you're great. welcome it's so funny um so where are you with bigfoot well, you guys getting back together or what? Just as a recap for people who might not know the story, there was uh, an experience I had in June on a documentary where I thought I was, well, where I was alone in the woods and it was like 12.45 in the morning and I had a flashlight and like a toiletry bag and a notebook and then I was screamed at by a creature or a, or a monster of some kind and I thought I was going to die. And so I screamed and I ran as fast as I could to, to safety. Um, now... It was the most terrifying experience I've ever had. Um, I've been sleeping with the lights on. I Actually, about a week and a half, two weeks ago, I started sleeping with the lights off. But then the last couple of nights, I've slept with the lights on again. That's okay. Um, but it's a purple light. Mm-hmm. And usually, I'll, I'll set the timer on to go off after an hour because I can fall asleep. It's one of those light bulbs that has you can make it any color you want. Ooh. Um, and so... I'm going to go buy one of those. Well, I can tell you where to get it. <laughs> I already and, have one. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it has a remote control. <laughs> <laughs> and so minimalism um, i uh anyway so like i think that this is the thing right that like you know i i hyperventilated you know i was crying you know all this kind of crazy stuff so i've been seeing a ptsd therapist for about a month and 
just on our last session, I go tomorrow actually, Ooh. or not tomorrow, but on whatever, on Wednesday. Whatever day. I see him on Wednesday. And so today, I, the last five <laughs> minutes of my last session, I dropped it on him. I was like, you know what? Next week, I'd like to talk about my traumatic experience that's affected me. And he goes, okay. I was like, I'll give you the nutshell. Because the first day I walked in to see him, I was like, there's three big things I'm in here for. And that was, I, I said, there's a, I said, there's this, there's this, and then there's a traumatic experience I had recently that I'm suffering PTSD from. And I'll tell you about that later. And he's like, okay. And so I gave him the five minute version of the story. And I was like, and I know, I, I was like, listen, I know, cause I've built credibility with this guy yeah. now, right? He knows I'm not like that's, a total crazy That's what person. we have to do. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, although with this guy, I'm not so sure I had to. Really? Um, and I mean, he's got crystals all over his office. He's Aww. this older guy. Anyway, he's a, we get along pretty well. So I, I tell him the story. I go, listen, I know this sounds fantastic and crazy, you know, to lots of people. And he goes, listen, I'm not, I'm not concerned with what it was. I'm, a, I'm concerned with the effect the experience had on you. And th- that's what we're going to deal with. I don't care what the thing was. Nice. Good and therapist. I was like, okay, I was like, good. Um, so... A few weeks ago, I'm at this UPARS meeting, which is this group, monthly UFO paranormal group I'm a member of that, you know, brings in speakers once a month. And my buddy, Ed Brown, who's making that documentary that I was a part of, was there. And he's giving a speech on Bigfoot, flesh or paranormal, right? Mm-hmm. Like talking about, is it, a, is it an undiscovered species or is there a paranormal element to it? Which I'm fully on the paranormal camp at yeah. this point. Port- interdimensional portals, yep. things like that. That's where these things are coming from. And, and it totally explains why you can't, People don't find their bodies and things like that. Anyway, I'm, I'm 99% convinced that Bigfoot is a paranormal entity coming through interdimensional portals, mm-hmm. right? So uh, he's giving this talk, and a lot of the, he's like showing a lot of the evidence from the documentary, and then he gets t- towards the end of the talk, and he brings up my experience. He's gonna, he, and I knew he was going to do this. So he starts walking through my experience, and I'm sitting in there, and I'm, like, I'm, I'm freaking out a little bit as he's just kind of like talking about it. Um, it's not making me feel good. So I'm like, this is obviously the, like the trauma again, right? Yeah. Like reactivating. It was all like reactivating the trauma. It was like, I'm being walked through what happened to me by someone else. And I, I almost like, there was a moment where I almost felt like I was like, I was tearing up a little bit yeah. in the room and just sitting there. And then he goes, and so, uh, so we believe, Ryan believes that uh, he was yelled at by a Bigfoot. He goes, I don't think he was. And I was like, you know that that, record, that yeah that record that's like a victim yeah that's like the victim is lying or you know right. for and so a moment. I'm just like Ed we're like buddies maybe you could have told me this before yeah. you presented to all these people like th- I'm finding out for the first time that he doesn't think I was yelled at by a Bigfoot and so I'm like what the fuck does he think happened and he goes I think he was yelled at by this and he clicks the oh, slide you over us this picture and he clicked over to a slide of what many people would recognize as the rake. Let's post this one of this airs, this picture. Yeah, okay. It is and, I, and I apologize to the people scary. for posting this picture. But uh, but take comfort in the fact that the photo is totally fabricated. It's not a real photo. Oh. I've gone down like a rake rabbit hole. And the, rake, <laughs> the rake is a, if you're into paranormal creatures and monsters and things that might be coming through portals, which we talk about all the time. Uh-huh. Um, you know, because I think on the... Because the light side of all of this can be like the fairies and all these other things, right? But the dark side of these portals yeah. and like all these other dimensions that are out there, that there, there's creatures, there's, you know, quote unquote monsters mm-hmm. that aren't that aren't your friend. 
No, um, no. That are coming through and these things. It's funny. Uh, I just saw Ready or Not, which is a really fun movie about a family of basically Satanists. And it's it's fun. It's really fun. It's I, I it's kind of like You're Next, but a different uh, a little bit with Satan, I guess. Those are but, you just made it. You you explained a movie I haven't seen with another movie I haven't heard of. You've never heard of Your Next. No, it's I, I one haven't. of the best. I haven't watched a movies. ton of horror movies because I scare so easily. Aw, see, and I miss being. God, this is so fucked up. But being raised in haunted houses. Um, oh, and I also want to talk about it because I went to see it with Aslan, who is also, yeah, um, you know, like God. I mean, like beyond a as witch. far as psychic witch. Yeah, and um, she said. She had just watched the first It, chapter one, and she said, it reminds me of the awakening kids with abilities, our abilities have. And I was like, holy shit, because these kids are seeing all this stuff no one else is seeing, and they're being traumatized by it. And I was... I was PTSDing and and other things as well from my childhood, but like I my tr- childhood was incredibly traumatic because of the ghost activity, because of portals opening. Um, I was asking Renee about this thing I saw that was for sure out of a portal. We had some sort of portal in our laundry room, and this thing would stick its head out every time you walked by. And That's not acceptable. No, it's co- totally <laughs> unacceptable. And it was so, um, and it was like low, and it was a bald thing. It didn't have hair. But if you looked straight on, you couldn't see it. What if color you, was it? Gray. If you lo- if you walked by and out of the corner of your eye, looked for it, you could see it every time. I taught my brother and Gabe, my gay boyfriend slash best friend, how to see it. We all saw it every What's single its, time. What was its face like? Um, what were like, its eyes? Describe kinda, its eyes. Kind of like the rake, but no light to it. It was just a gray dead thing. And it, it was it was awful. But it also, I could feel that it had no power. So it was like, just like this cool, fun thing I could show people when they came over. This thing that lives in our laundry room. But then one night when I was a kid, we'd gone to Disney World, which we did a lot of. Um, you know, to balance out all the PTSD, no doubt. My grandparents would buy us annual passes. So... I fell asleep in the car and they put me on the couch and I wake up and we kept all the lights on. My whole family was terrorized by, I mean, we are haunted house in Pennsylvania. The things there came with us to Florida and we got new things. So we were just never in peace ever. Um, but this one night I wake up, all the lights are on <clears throat> and I see this thing. I just asked Renee if she'd ever seen anything like this because I still have no idea what the hell it was. It was like a pile of geometric objects and vomit there was a yellow like cube like it was almost like if a rubik's cube came to life and threw up and there was one eyeball one human eyeball and it was scuttling around the floor and i sat up and it scuttled right up to me and the eyeball looked at me and i was wide awake all the lights were on i I'm absolutely positive this was not a dream or a hallucination. Also, like, why would I think that when I'm living in this fucking house? Um, and it, we we make eye contact, and it just runs back into the laundry room, and I never see it again. And I was like, well, I'm going to bed. <laughs> went upstairs, went back to sleep. That's wild. Isn't that fucking wild? And it was for sure, I think there was a portal... Um, I think the laundry room was a weird active spot, but there was also stuff happening just outside the laundry room. Things were coming in and out of... I mean, the portal could be, like, large. 
Yeah. So it could have been like outside the laundry room. It could have encompassed the whole thing. Yeah. And everything has really simmered down. Like my brother still lives in that house and nothing's happening anymore. But um, Well, there is also the the aspect of, you know, someone activating it. There's, yes. You know, it, it being kind of connected to something. See, and ever since I left, well, and every time I would leave, everything would stop at the house. Um, when we were hanging out with Renee, because my mom was just in town. I think I told you this. Um I, I said to Renee, I was like, isn't it crazy? My Because we were telling our little bit of ghost stories. And we were at dinner and I said, um, my mom never saw ghosts till I was born, which I didn't ever realize because she has so many ghost stories. I just thought that her childhood was like mine. And Renee said, Renee got a very clear message in that instant. She goes, no, no, she had to. She could always see them, but she chose not to. She had to start seeing them to protect you when you got here. And I was like, that's cool. That makes sense for lots of people, you know, especially with children who are not, you know, indigo or whatever. Um, But she also said, I think I told you this, how Mark Twain is in our soul cluster, which I fucking knew. And she said, um, whenever we see like a feathery pen, that's him communicating. But I knew he's not here. He's still elsewhere. But like I knew we were we shared a soul cluster with him. I knew my mom especially did because the love she has for him is beyond bizarre and like not fan. You know, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but that was pretty cool. And my mom was a little freaked out, I think, by us talking woo, which she she and my brother, even though we grew up with all this, she's stuff, experienced so much woo, so much. Life. But it's still it's one of these things where a person has to. You know, it's up to the person to actively embrace yes. it. Yeah, it's, it can't be thrust. No, up. because I mean, the woo was thrust upon her mm-hmm. her and, whole life, and she and my brother would rather just live in peace, and they don't—they're not curious about it anymore. They're just glad it stopped. But then I think, which is understandable. Yeah, I think I told you the story when I would go home from college, nothing would be happening in the house. She and my brother lived in the house together. I'd go home. We'd be sitting there. The one day I got home and we were so excited and we were sitting around talking for hours. It was middle of the day and there was a grandfather clock that I loved and I always tended to it. I always kept it wound and, and um, you know, I mean, they take maintenance, a grandfather clock. And I learned how to do it because nobody else in my house was going to do it. So um, this grandfather clock was like my pet. And there were all these different chime settings and I had it going every 15 minutes on my favorite chime. And we're sitting there for hours and I say to them, did you guys, have you guys not wound the grandfather clock? And they're like, oh no, we wound it. We just turn off the chimes because we think they're creepy. And, and I said, that's which too bad. Which of course is your favorite chime. Yeah, which of course is, yeah. And, and I was like, oh, that's too bad. We're sitting there and it's like 15 past the hour. It's an increment of 15. Right after we have this conversation, we've been sitting there for hours in silence. The grandfather clock starts chiming. And I get up and I we all go and we go look and it has set it. it. I think there were like five settings. It set it to my favorite chimes. And every 15 minutes while I was home for that week, the clock would chime. And my mom and my brother were like, okay, cool, whatever. Didn't mess with it. Other things would happen, especially laundry room stuff. Every time I came home, shit started to happen again. So I have not, I don't go to Florida anymore unless I absolutely have to because we, I've just, it's fine. Florida, everybody, you know, I have opinions about Utah and Florida and try not to go to either. But um, now when I go home, nothing really happens. I don't stay with my brother, but when I do stay with him, we stay up until the sun comes out and we just act like it's a cool, normal thing that we're doing, but we can't sleep in that house when we're both there together, which is, uh, did you ever watch the video I sent you of the ghost punking the ghost at his house? Yeah. Did you see it? I, um, 
that's an interesting video. I mean, I hate to talk about this video in, in great detail. I should post it sometime. Post I don't it, think but, he'll care. Um, uh, there's something weird going on. In yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty wild. It is. But I, um, I, so Aslan was saying she liked it because it feels like the awakening that kids with, with the ability to see the stuff have, have, and I was like, oh my God. And it made it more profound and beautiful. And we're not trying to like tell people that Pennywise is real and is out there. No, he's That's for sure. And this is the other thing. I, I am not afraid of anything anymore. And I don't, I don't understand. My mom was saying to me, she's like, it's such a bummer that you put all that money and effort into the trailer when you could have just moved to LA. And I said, yeah, but all the work I put into that trailer made me a warrior. I'm fearless now because of what I did with that trailer. And I might not have gotten there. I mean, yes, it was a huge waste of money that I'll never get back in a sense. But don't people pay to go to retreats to become warriors? Like I did it all on my own, refurbishing a trailer and, and you have surviving. To show for it. Yeah, and surviving a bad relationship. Also separate from yourself. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, but I feel like the, whenever people start complaining about their path or not being on their path, you're always on your path. Sometimes you just get stuck. Like you just you you stop moving for a minute, but you're on the you're always on the right path. You already worked all this out before you got here. You um, know, when like you see a YouTube video and you see all the tiny little yellow marks in the in the play line uh-huh. that are all the commercials coming yes! up. Yes, it's like. There's there's all these moments in your your life path where I your video that. is loading where you're like oh it's time to pay the fucking bills yes and you have to pay your uh, fucking bills right uh-huh. and, yeah uh, it's like and people try to always skip the ad yep but guess what another one's coming up yeah yeah there's always that's a really really good analogy um, I found this because going through all of my personal belongings for all, of all time um, I found this the DVD I gave away two boxes of DVDs because like. I don't even have I don't even have access to a player anymore, um, but the one DVD I kept is the movie that I met Brandy while making. Brandy was a producer on it, and I was the writer. But then ugh, a bunch of other people jumped on and rewrote it, and that's why it sucks. And I won't even tell you what movie it is. Um, but and nobody's ever heard of it anyway. But. I pulled out the DVD and I've never... I bet I've heard of it. No, you haven't. You definitely haven't. Okay. It's so stupid and low, 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 low budget. Um, but I, I pulled out the DVD when I she was I just really think I've heard of it. You have it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to do that one time. So I pulled the DVD. But really, you don't think I've heard of it? <laughs> no, sorry. I'll stop. I'll, you should come over though because I won't have a viewing party at Brandy's because neither of us have ever watched it. They, what? Yeah. I started to watch it and I was like, this isn't the movie I wrote. And it was breaking my heart. And that was, I don't know, over 10 years ago, easily. 14 years ago. No, 13. I don't know. Anyway, I said to Brandy, I pulled it out. We were laughing and looking at it. She's like, God, who are all these people who they added as writers? And I was like, I don't. One of them is the shitty director who was crazy. But um, I said to her, based on what you told me from that book, the Soul Cluster book, how we get together and we decide how we're going to meet up in this world. There's there's like a marking or not a mark. There's a, like a, a mark post. Yeah. A signpost. Yeah. Uh, that will like indicate like, hey, this is the clue. Yep. Like when this happens, we'll know. We won't be like, oh my god. We won't sit there and talk like, oh my god, we're in a soul cluster. This was the sign we yep. picked. But you'll know. Yeah. Like you'll it'll stick with you, and you won't be able to get that thing out of your mind. Yep. Probably for a while. I asked Brandy. I was like, how did you find this job? And she said, Craigslist. And I was like, yeah, me too. 
And I was like, was Craigslist what we we decided? Like, there's going to be this thing called the internet, <laughs> like Craigslist. I've actually found so many good friends and roommates through Craigslist that are still in my life. Like, really, the guy I co-wrote that movie with, I met on Craigslist as a roommate, and he's still one of my oldest, dearest friends. Like, maybe it is. Maybe Craigslist is how I'm going to meet more soulmates. Well, casual encounters oh is no God. longer. Even uh, fucking Amanda, there, so. who was my only friend in Utah. I'm realizing this now. Yeah, casual encounters. It's gone. Is it gone? Oh, well. They removed casual That's, encounters. I didn't need it. I never even went that route. But Amanda, <laughs> I was selling curtain rods on Craigslist, and I didn't know in Utah they don't even use Craigslist. They use other weird, like, newspaper websites because Utah is like a, a weird little vortex. Um, but Amanda came over to buy my curtain rods and we immediately clicked and like we're immediate. I mean, we're very much soulmates, Amanda and I, but she was my only friend in Utah and I met her right away and thank God because I really don't know how I would have done it without her. But yeah, Craigslist, Johnny, Craigslist, Brandy, all these so, like very di- dear, deep soul cluster people from Craigslist. I'm hearing myself say this and I guess that was one of my signposts that I set with these people. It had to have been. It must have been. Yeah. So... Oh, but just to finish the thought from earlier too, like I'm not trying to tell people that the, I'm telling people that the rake isn't real, but, um, you really believe it's not real. I don't believe the rake is real at all. Good. No. It is hideous looking, but no, we'll post the picture. I anyway. mean, the 2005, 2006 is the orig- origination of the rake on 4chan from a, mm. from a thread called help me make a monster. So the photos are, are not is real. Slenderman real. Slenderman right? is not real at oh, all. Slenderman is like the most, un- the easily, the most I easily didn't think he was real either. Uh, debunkable of all the, yeah. these weird creatures. Bummer. Slenderman is like, there's never, the fact that Slenderman got out in such a creepy pot, like they call it creepy pasta. Uh-huh. Uh, the fact that Slenderman became real to so many people is is, is wild because yeah. how easily it literally takes about two minutes on the internet to figure out Slenderman wasn't real. Ooh. Now the rake, it takes a little longer to figure out, but it's the rake is not real e- either. But fuck um, these demons. Well, here's the thing though about the rake: the rake is 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 very similar to a creature that the woman who lives on the property has seen on the property. So the rake is the closest approximation of describing some of the other creatures that are out on this property in Florida. Whoa. So Ed thinks it was one of those that I had the encounter with and not a Bigfoot. I don't know. Which to me is even creepier. I... Because he said that the big, the way I've described it, no one's ever described having like an audio experience with a Bigfoot in that way. So and Carolyn does talk about how there's multiple creatures out on the property. Well, so I'm convinced it's probably uh, convinced. Probably. <laughs> I think it's very likely convinced. that I didn't have an experience with a Sasquatch. It was something else. Well, here's what I will say. Your initial instinct was Sasquatch and instincts are always the biggest but indicator of also stuff. we were looking for sasquatch uh-huh and i couldn't see whatever it was that yelled at me so true and, and i'll tell you what if if that noise came out of a sasquatch that sasquatch like that's why like i mean i still think that sasquatch can be very dangerous and, oh, and hell yeah shouldn't be trifled with but the, the more I... Th- and I can't really go back to hear to rehear the sound what is that show i was telling you to watch Paranormal Witness, probably. Yes, Paranormal Witness is my favorite. Uh, there's a there's a Sasquatch one where this cop. I'm not watching that shit. It's so I'm good. The Sasquatch episode. The of one, Witness. the best one. I'll ones tell you that right now. Are the Sasquatch? Well, the Sasquatch one is like, okay, this is for real. This guy is for real telling a that story. That show has like real life encounter. I've seen episodes of Paranormal it's Witness. It's so before. good. The best, scariest one 
is the poltergeist in the house in California where they move in um, a couple. It's like she and her boyfriend and her boyfriend has a daughter and she has a daughter and they get a centipede poltergeist on film and they are terrorized. They're fucking terrorized. Something's like trashing their kitchen. Something kills their cats. It's horrible. Yeah, I'm not watching that. No, but it's also so incredible. It's cr- the thing throws bleach all over their room, like fucking evil, evil poltergeist. But this is this is the thing, and like that's heavy. That's pretty hardcore. It's funny because you watch these movies, and everybody's always afraid of the devil. And I'm just like, I'm not. I'm just opening myself up to everything. Like I've been saying. <laughs> I've been saying anybody can show themselves to me. I keep saying that now to when I'm when I'm like talking at night. Even I sleep with the lights off now, but I have like lights to the bathroom because I don't want to fall down when I go to, to pee in the middle of the night. But I keep saying anybody can show themselves to me now. And the other night, I see all these demons lined up outside your room. Oh, they trench, wish they can't come in. On. They're not getting in. With Fuck like the demons. If anything, I'm more like, worried about she aliens. Said anybody could show themselves. <laughs> uh, anybody who's gonna give me power and gonna work with me. Oh, okay. Not so take my shit. So you qualify it. Yeah. You're yeah. Not just being like anybody no. out well, there. And I'm saying some particular uh, thing people now. I'm saying some very particular. Okay. So I'm not, curious. Okay. It, the way you said it made it sound like you just like said. If anything's out there, you can show yourself. Oh, well, if there's a ghost or something, like, yeah, let's do it. There, that little, the little um, kid ghost in my building is so active on the stairs at night. And I know it's, be, it's, it's and, and he waits until I'm in the bathroom peeing. And then he starts running up down the stairs because the stairs are right along the wall that the toilet is. And it's like, okay, I hear you. I get it. You just want to be heard, which is sad. They're so sad. But um, that's different. That's not what I'm looking for. Um, but the stuff with the devil, because I just read uh, The Master and Margarita, which is a very heavy Russian book, and I'm not going to recommend it. If anything, read Sam Anselm. Read Richard Cadre. Don't read. I love classic literature. I just think that now I'm in a different place and I don't really need a lot of it. You know? I just realized that there's a series on Dostoevsky. Really? Where? It's a subtitled. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. Whoa. I can't I would believe watch I that. hadn't heard about this. What, but anyway, new? you're okay. talking about classic literature yes. and like heavy so, books. His so are it's like fun. That. It's fun. It's a it's a really beautiful book uh, for a lot of reasons. It also kind of reminds me of, um, oh my God, Conspiracy of Dunces. It reminds me a lot of Confederacy of Dunces. Confederacy of Dunces. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I haven't read it in a long time, but uh, which is a great book. It kind of reminds me of that a little bit. I'm trying to remember the uh, protagonist slash antagonist name uh, uh, from that. Not yeah. Alistair. Ignatius. Ignatius, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't read it in a while. It's been a few it's years a good book. at least since I've that read it. That guy's story is so sad. Well, in this book, in The Master and Margarita, it takes way too fucking long to get to Margarita, I'll tell you that. But also, the devil shows up, and he's just like a cool cat, just here to make mischief. What's oh, up, dudes? But then, then it, some of it some is sad. Shit? Some of it is kind of <laughs> sad, and I'm like, I don't really feel like the devil. I, I don't feel like the, the devil. I don't feel like... Um, Because what is it? Lucifer is his name after he hits Earth, right? So Lucifer is what he's called now. And um, what's the other word? Or Satan. I can't remember. He's got like the two names. Like after he hits Earth, he's Satan. Before Earth, he's Lucifer. Is that what it is? So Satan, um, in the book, he's just like here to poke and prod and make mischief. But then some of it is a little bit awful. But he also is drawing out the the worst characteristics and people a little bit of that too um but then there are these really great flashbacks to jesus talking to Pilate and 
And and I do have love for what Jesus did, but he, Jesus was a fucking doofus. Jesus was a doofus. Don't tell everybody. Have you ever read? Um, um, hey man, I'm like the son <laughs> yeah. of God, man. We, hey dude, just keep it on the down low. I can get you into heaven. People are getting killed for the dumbest shit. You're gonna tell everybody hey man, that don't you're. Worry about yeah, it. don't listen to these dudes. Yeah. Listen to me, man. Yeah. It and and then and then the Christians spin it and they're like, Well, he died for our sins. That doesn't make sense. I'm I and and at the same time I I if you know, if you're doing Christianity the right way and actually doing like if you're a good person, good, great. You're doing it the right way. But for the yeah, most man, the part, the church is inside of you. Yeah, man. Oh my god, it's well, not a physical in structure. The book, and okay. and even <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar when I was in that as a kid, I just feel all this love. Like Christ energy is very loving, but it's fucking stupid. Like you gotta be, you gotta keep that stuff on the down low. You can't stand before Pilate and be like. Yeah, down with Caesar. I mean, right there, you're gonna be crucified brutally. Did you know that's where Hang Ten came from? The phrase like, Hang what? Ten, man. <laughs> what? Because I had to. He was on the cross for ten hours. <gasps> Hang Ten, man. You're fucking lying, hey, Ryan. Man, Hang Ten. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not where. He was on the cross for like three. Why days, am I making an they? execution joke? Right it's now. really sad. Yeah. Well, in this book, the pilot Jesus stuff is so sad and so heartbreaking. So I can't tell, and I haven't Googled this yet, if the author is like actually into Jesus or into Satan. I'm not totally sure. <laughs> but like, which way they're, they're. I love the idea of Jesus being a doofus, though. Like, I just imagine. I mean, for just some like reason, a sweet doofus. Like, what, what's this man? Oreo Aries? cookie? It's got what? Yeah. Man, He's that... not a Capricorn, for starters, at all. Or else that. Okay. A Capricorn would not fucking be crucified. A Capricorn finds a way out all the time. But, G- well, I shouldn't say that because I'm thinking of two Capricorns right now who are going down hard. But, um, <laughs> very hard. I can't even talk about it because DEA is involved. <laughs> but um, um, that's something very different. That was the once an episode, if we're lucky, we get the like the deeply maniacal Angela laugh. <laughs> And uh, you said the DEA is involved. <laughs> well, karma. When karma shows up in the in the lifetime in which you fucking wreaked havoc on people's lives, it's kind of a beautiful thing, and it should be enjoyed. I mean, I you think. watch it unfold, and it's almost like orchestral music should be playing. Yes, yes, like a symphony. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I had this idea for a sketch called uh, Karma uh, with a friend of mine. Uh, people listening to this might be familiar with the comedian Miss Pat. Miss Pat's hilarious. So Miss Pat and I first met years ago, like over 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago in the Midwest because she's from Indianapolis mm-hmm. and I was from Dayton. And I was like, oh, I want to do a sketch where uh, it's called Karma and she's a detective. Excuse me, I got to drink this beer. Uh, it's, a, it's CBD water. I, oh, oh. I just bought it. I don't know if it's going to do anything. <laughs> I was like, are you drinking a, <laughs> is that like an Anheuser-Busch you're cracking up with? And so, and like her name is Karma. And she's like, when people, when people, their comeuppance is coming to them, they call her, like they need, when someone's comeuppance is needed, someone calls her and says, mm. you know, I need your help with this. And then she just shows up to a scene to give somebody karma, right? And they're like, who are you? And she's like, my name's Karma and I'm a bitch. Ooh. And then it's just Miss Pat like fucking these people up. I love this. In some way. Like, it doesn't have to be physical. That's my but. favorite thing are women fucking up shit. Like yeah. ready or not, I couldn't wait to see it. And because- if you saw Miss Pat right now, Who's one of the funniest uh-huh. people alive on the planet? Ooh. You would be like, this would be the funniest thing on on like the internet. Ryan, isn't it great that we live in a state that treats us like grown-ups and will sell me this can of CBD watermelon water? So that's interesting. Where'd you buy that? At Lassen's. My um it's like a, a Whole Foods kind of that closes on Sunday, probably because so of the- Jesus. The quality, like, what are we getting from this wa- this can of water? I don't know. It's not very delicious, 
I only grabbed it because I needed water and I didn't want to get out of line. And also, I am curious about CBD effects on me. But I don't. Isn't this something that has to be built up in my system? I'm not real sure. Look, it says focused and chilled. That's exactly what I need. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're so anyway, um, I interrupted you. <laughs> okay. I've been so interrupting Jesus, you this episode. Yeah. You know, we like to mix it up. You know what? I'm a new guy right now. You are a new guy. Therapy is working for you. I'm off caffeine you. for three. Three mm-hmm. full weeks. I'm off sugar for four full weeks. Yeah. Red meat and pork for two full weeks. Wow. That's amazing. Um, so uh, Your body is a wonderland. My body is a burnt wonderland. <laughs> your feet are burnt. Yeah. Just I mean, I, I've got burn marks all over my body. Oh, my God. Have you been dancing with the devil? I have. So the <laughs> devil uh, was kind of sad in this book. I, no, no. Jesus is sad. Jesus is sad. Jesus And Jesus has a terrible story. And, and Jesus is definitely an Aries because Aries is the beginning of the Zodiac. Aries is like a baby. Aries doesn't know. Don't go before Pilate and be like, yeah, motherfucker, here's the truth about everything. And no, you're going to get. I mean, <clears throat> also, I wasn't there. I don't really know. But I have a lot of love and sympathy for Jesus. I also call on Christ energy when I do need protection because I it works. I've used it many times. People I love have used it to get demons to get the fuck out of their bodies. Um, Christ is great for a lot of things. Um, I would like it if he showed up more to the bigots who do horrible things in his name because he could. He absolutely could show up. It's not really his style. No, but also is that part of this world, the bigotry, so that the good people can get here and fight it and become warriors, probably. Yeah, and I mean, I think one of the, the biggest lessons that you could take, I mean, from what I took away from childhood that actually is, I think, beneficial to me is, and it's the most difficult of all, is to love your enemy. Oh wow! And it's very difficult to do that. I mean, we all I, fail at it. But like, I think if you love, love like your fiercest enemy, like you show them nothing but love and compassion. That's like I think that's compassion, the one. love. I I don't know that you should show love. Um, I actually was told. I mean, you you gonna go Did against JC right here? <laughs> hey man, he can I'm show like, up dude. later and tell me if he. You know what's funny? He has shown himself to someone that who we know and love, and um. I was like, is he white Jesus or is he brown Jesus and white Jesus? And I was like, that's fucked up because he's not white Jesus. But he's shown himself as white Jesus. Or, or Maybe that person, the whoever they showed him. Perception. Yeah, it's like that's Which is the most relatable. Yeah, Their that's image true. of what Jesus is true. or who he is true. shows up to him. Like if... Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what? <laughs> we'll keep We're going to have to cut we'll this. Keep, we'll keep going. <laughs> Okay, so, so I also want to talk because because I, I saw I've I've exposed myself to a lot of entertainment recently, and um, it chapter two not as good as it chapter one, but still super fun. Um, I actually have God. Okay, I have some stories to tell you about it for starters. Um, Stephen King shaped my world. I also learned how to give a hand job thanks to Stephen King. Which, from what? How? From Pet Cemetery. He there's like a, a really explicit scene in a bathtub with a hand job. And um I was very young reading that. And my mom, every time she'd catch catch me with Stephen King, she'd tear it up and throw it away. Now I have always loved him. He's Virgo with a Sag moon, so he's obviously fucking imaginative, but has um the the follow through and the uh, OCD. That's why he can write so much. Sag moon? Sag moon. Yeah. So I'm supposed to have follow through? No, no. You have imagination. You have a oh, cancer. Okay. It, but it's okay. It's okay. okay but yeah, these Virgos get shit done, Ryan. So um, so I actually was uh, in a very serious relationship. Oh, this is so... Here's some full circle. Stanley from my last lifetime, my husband from my last lifetime, his name is not Stanley in this life. 
he worked for the literary agency that represented Stephen King. Stephen King says one of his biggest inspirations is Shirley Jackson. So here we all are in this little like circle. I am talking to his agent who has since passed away. And, uh, and I told him, it was at a Christmas party. I was like, yeah, I learned how to give, I mean, we were having a great time. I told him I learned how to give hand jobs from Stephen King. And he's like, oh, I have a call with him on Monday. I can't wait to tell him this. And I was like, oh, you're going to tell Stephen King about me learning hand jobs. I was so over the moon. Then, so there's some soul cluster. Stephen, you're going to love this. Yeah. I met a woman at a party who said woman. when she was 14, <laughs> she learned how to crank yanks then, <laughs> from reading Pet Cemetery. I'm hearing all this and I'm like, wow, this is some full circle Stephen King. So then my my second husband, what I meet him on his... conversation that would have It been. really would. Except the, the agent was gay, so he wasn't like super into me giving hand jobs. So at least there was that. Okay, let me do that version. Okay, do that version. Hey, Steven, <laughs> you're going to love this. I love it. There's no difference yeah, between. Yeah, thank you, Ryan. Thank people. you. Why, why say girl crush? Just say crush. You know, yeah. there, that's where I am. But um, so Stephen King, he's at this event at the Twain House. And I go to this event with my family. We're super excited. We're going to meet Stephen King. And now he is like, I, I have read everything. He is an ally to women despite the, these headlines from Vulture and whatnot about Pennywise being homophobic, uh, he's a pedophile clown. If you read the book, he is the fucking most evil thing of all time. He's all the evil in the world in a clown form. So yeah, he's going to hate gay people. He's going to hate straight people. He hates everybody. There's a horrific gay bashing scene at the beginning of the film that is not necessary. Honestly, it's fucking completely unnecessary. I'm saying that, but then at the same time, Maybe it is necessary. Maybe straight people need to see it and be like, this is fucked up. I need to be an ally. So there, I'm, I'm taking both sides on this. Um, but so Stephen King, my second husband is at this event and this is when I fell in love with him. He was giving a talk. He heard me laughing. We had this instant weird connection because very, very important to find your soulmates even when they fucking suck and fuck up your life for a while. Um, he got to hang out with Stephen King for the day and then um, that was pretty cool. I go to the event to meet Stephen King that night with my family and um, everybody gets to talk to him and hug him, take a picture with him. And I am just pawing his chest like I'm a feral raccoon and he's a garbage can. This is not a good analogy at all, but I'm just like pawing at him, touching him. You're like making, you're making cookies? like In, Yeah, cat. like, yeah, yeah. The, the kind of like, or yeah, biscuits, biscuits, or, or yeah. Biscuits. Yeah, basically I was making biscuits on Stephen King, yeah. And um, he was into it and I was telling him. Um, he was into it. He was so into it, Ryan. He was so into it. And, um, hey, Stephen, the girl. <laughs> And I was telling I him, how to crack Full Dark No Stars, the very first story in Full Dark No Stars, which I guess was one of the more recent things I'd read of his at the time, is so beautifully written. And you can see how he's one of those writers who only gets better. Stephen King has written a lot of rape and he doesn't do it in a way to be hot. He writes rape that resonates with me. And then you see the women fight back and overcome fucking being uh, violated. And I have always appreciated how he, he, he obviously has a deep love for women. Um, so I'm pawing him and I'm taking up a lot of his time. And we're talking about uh, Lauren Goff, who Groff, Lauren Goff an author who he had just talked about and I just read a story of hers in the New Yorker. So we're having like a real literary conversation. It's not like we're just standing there and he's being molested by a strange woman. But then his bodyguard stepped up and asked me to stop touching Stephen King. 
and and Stephen King uh, goes, uh, she's okay, and pushes the guy back. And I just go back to like biscuiting on Stephen King, and then we took a photo with him that's on my Facebook, um, still on my Facebook. It's one of my what are those called? The your main photos that you display. Your top, it's in your top, top five. Yes, my top five. But or I your was featured photos. I was so excited at the time. I had not yet accepted my Shirley Jackson status because who knows? I might have fucking told him that he might have been into it, um, but. <laughs> But then my ex, who was also working as one of his bodyguards that day, then he and I, I end up moving to Utah, marrying this person again with the Stephen King weird connection. But I will say, wait, your ex was working as one of the bodyguards that day. Yeah, oh, he okay. was an author on book tour, but he was also a performing strongman who believed he knew how to teach self defense, but he did not. He, t- he gave my Amanda and I really shitty fucking tips, and uh, also a misogynist. I'm just gonna say it. I don't care. He's a misogynist. He does not like women. But thanks Mormon Church, he made a lot of those. Good job. Anyway, what was the thing I was going to say about it? Oh, okay. So here's the other thing I was going to say. It is very scary. These movies are very scary. And if anyone's read the book, it's kind of like, there's like a bully thing, you know, like that's the whole thing. Is there a second book? No, the book is over a thousand pages long. Oh, so this is just like a further along in the book. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's like, it's like when they, cut the hobbit into made two movies unnecessarily Holy smokes no wonder why i never read that book <laughs> also i think he was still doing cocaine when he wrote it which all of his longest books are like fucking rambling but i read it one the summer i was taking driver's ed and i would read the sex parts out loud to all the sweet nerdy virgin boys in my class it was really fun have you ever tried to write while on cocaine yes it was awful I have the same experience. It was so bad. I, and while you're writing, you're like, I'm fucking killing it. And then afterwards you read it and you're like, what? Yeah, I just, I, yeah, that, no. that amazes me. It's cocaine should only be used for staying up later. That's all it's good for. You're not smarter or funnier yeah. or anything. You just stay up later. And you know cocaine. what? Just drink a, a strong coffee instead if you're listening. Hey, kids at home. Hey, kids. I've kids, never done. Hey, Angie, can we take a moment <laughs> to talk to the kids? Kids. Cue the piano music. Kids, <laughs> we know you're listening. <laughs> Even we though just... we have explicit lyrics and you shouldn't be. Because <laughs> you, you're interested in oh. magic. Yeah, because you're interested in magic. But there's nothing the magical. The magic is inside you. The you magic don't is need inside to put it up your you. Nose. You don't need to put it inside you. No, it's already there. No, but someday maybe when you're an adult and you're feeling experimental in a safe place, go for it. Because we chose these bodies and these things. They're fun. Just don't do a stupid drug. Just but do hey, a bump. Hey, kid, stop listening to Angela for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because cocaine is filtered through kerosene. I mean, is it really? Oh. I've never really done. I've done bumps. I mean, the the process of cocaine being made mm-hmm. is Jesus. It is. It's putrid. I mean, it's awful. How you have to how it gets to being a powder. Gross. Um, but anyway, I think just drink a Mountain Dew, kids. Yeah, kids. Just go drink to Taco a Mountain Bell. Dew Code Red. If you drink a Code Red, and this is coming from a guy who drank a Code Red this past summer. Ooh, I drank a Code Red. felt like he was on cocaine. But only a quarter of one. Yeah, I felt like I, I felt like I was on cocaine because I drank a Code Red at like 1130 at night, and I was up until the sun came up. Ooh. So drink a Code Red if you want to know the misery of your heart pounding through your chest, wondering yeah. if you might die alone, and trying to maybe jerk off into a sock to oh, find Jesus. sleep. Is that too much? <laughs> To find sleep? No, no, that's not too much. Ryan, we have to encourage the kids to masturbate. Oh, shit, I forgot we were talking to the kids. Be happy about touching yourself. Don't be ashamed. I I forgot we were talking to the kids. It's your body. If you don't know how to give it pleasure, you're never going to get pleasure. 
If you haven't figured it out, and I know a lot of people who have escaped terrible church thing relationships where they are still shamed by sex and wanting to have sex. Don't be that way, kid. You touch yourself. Oh, my God. Hey, can we talk to the parents for a second? Hey, parents. <laughs> okay, moving on. Getting back to... Um, okay, so I want to talk about feeling safe and protected. because I mean, We're only 50 minutes into the... Oh, good. The episode. But here's the, here's the magic moment stuff. So yeah, yeah. those selenite lamps. Oh, yes. As I was telling you before we started recording. So I am putting selenite lamps. We're talking seven <laughs> to eight inches, ladies, <laughs> in every corner. <laughs> and, and I'm doing it. I'm strategically doing of it. Of the, the apartment. Yes. Every corner of Every inch apartment. of my apartment. Okay, this um, is so today's yeah, episode has been a little off the rails. I like it. It's yeah, been fun. it's it's real good. This CBD's working. Thanks, California. So, okay, I'm putting one north, south, east, west. Then the best thing about selenite is you can take one of your selenite lamps, stick it upside down in a bowl, and put all your crystals in it overnight, and the selenite will recharge your crystals. Especially, I'm gonna do that with the selenite that gets the sun, solar charged selenite. Um, you can also cleanse things with it. Selenite's great, but selenite in four corners will basically keep shit, bad shit out of your house. I mean, it, it's, it's a great thing. I that's, mean, uh, selenite's really rad. I, I take, I have a, a selenite wand that's about, I don't know, maybe it's four and a half yeah. inches. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need much, right? It's a, so what I'm saying is it's a huge wand. <laughs> Uh, I have a selenite one that I not average. I take it in my fanny pack or keep it in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I take it in my fanny pack. Is that what I just said? I take it in my fanny <laughs> pack. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking dirty when I said I have a selenite yeah. wand that I take in my fanny pack. And, I feel like uh, it's twelve year old today. <laughs> and oh, when I go on, on paranormal investigations, <laughs> okay. is, what I'm, is what I was trying to say. <laughs> I, to I say mean, I mean. Putting a selenite wand in your fanny during paranormal investigations, if you don't have a vagina, I'm kind of pro all of this, even yeah, though so, I'm sure you're not doing that. But maybe consider it someday. No, I. <laughs> listen, I'm not going to sit here. Pocket. I'm not going to sit here and act like I haven't explored my body because mm-hmm. I have. I'm in my 40s. I've Good explored. For you, Ryan. I've explored every corner yeah. of my body. Yeah. And North, there's no shame South, in it. East. Yeah, there's yeah. great joy and pleasure to be found in yes. all these different regions. Thank you. Um and. Yeah, so, but I've never, not my crystals. <laughs> no, I haven't put maybe my crystals not. up my... Butt is hard to get off things. Butt is a stinky Wait. one. Maybe yeah. don't put them in your yeah, butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put them in your pocket. I mean, oh, oh my God, who was it? Okay, so somebody on social was like, <sighs> I I love it when people in our age group call people fetus. Or like it's it's funny it's funny it's really funny even though who cares like age doesn't matter or something or yeah what? but it, I'm gonna say fetus for the first time ever in a derogatory way a fetus was talking about how she had been putting crystals in her bra long before anybody ever did this and I look her up you were not even born when I was putting crystals in my bra you were not even born when the people who were putting crystals in their bra around me were putting crystals in their bra like. Putting crystals in your bra is as old as bras. It was so funny. I couldn't believe somebody was actually saying they yeah, started that's it. Yeah, that's the. Yeah, that's the. Uh, 
If you want to find the origin of putting crystals in bras, all you have to do is find when was the first bra made. Yeah, exactly. And even before that, and, there was wraps or there's corsets, uh-huh. like, like whatever. People, women have been doing that. And women, people, sensitive people find power and are like, oh, wow, this rose quartz feels really powerful. Uh, my heart is broken. I'm just going to keep it as close to my heart as possible. Oh, here, it's not uncomfortable in my, in my bra. That's how it fucking started. That, nobody wrote a, a, an Instagram post and started it. This goes way back. This is before I was born, before my great-great-grandmother was born. Crystals and brawls forever. That is a pretty silly thing for I'm someone. I'm so to... mad about it. But, and then I was like, fetus. All day I was like, fucking fetus. But also, age isn't real and I don't care. But I did enjoy feeling, um, uh, what's the word, like kind of arrogant about my experience for a change instead of like, hmm. Well, I, I guess I don't really feel arrogant or old. So this was a new feeling and I'm just exploring it like my body. I think you should really run with this. No, Thank you. No. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, so protection, I also wanted to say one of our listeners wrote me a really great question and um, actually offered to pay me for my service, which thank you. I love you. This is, we get a lot of questions and when you ask me for help with magic or anything, like this is what I do for a living. So offering to pay someone for that is super cool and above and beyond. And I didn't even have to ask her for that. She We're talking about an energy it. exchange here. Yes. So, and what, what, what value do you put on it? Yes. And I don't know if you guys notice our Instagram is lacking because I don't have fucking time right now. So I, I am very, very... Well, I don't know how often we're... You're, you're hoping to post. Yeah. Um, well, well, it's coming back. It'll be back any day now. But I am very overwhelmed at the moment. But this person, this lovely, lovely human being, wrote and said, I just bought a new car. I want to protect it. How do I do that? And I was like, tell me what it looks like so I can visualize it. And at first, I, at first when she wrote this, I was like, I don't know. And then I was like, oh, but I'll find out. I'm a fucking channel. So I just sat with it, visualized her car, and just started blowing her up. The And she, she Venmoed me, which was amazing. I just started blowing up her Instagram and telling her all the stuff that was coming to me. And it's so funny. And this is the thing I will say to anyone who is discovering that they're a channel. It'll just come to you. Don't worry. Don't worry. Like, if you're trying to read people, just read them. Just sit down and see what comes because it just pours right in. So told her, and she was very, she had really great timing. She had her period at the moment. I was like, protection jar, but also this and this and this. And I don't like to put crystals in protection jars because I was about to do that one time. And I felt like tiny screams from my crystals like, no, they don't want to be buried in a in, in the dark forever with my blood and piss. They want to be with me. So I'm not ever putting a crystal in a jar and burying it ever again. And if you want to, that's fine. But they have energy too. And mine really... Like burying the jar outside? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't like to do that. I like to use them in the magic to charge the jar. But then I don't like to... I like to keep my crystals. Um but at the same time, do whatever feels right. You yeah, know? some crystals may want to go back to the earth. Maybe. That's a good point. Maybe some of them are like, put me in that blood and piss. You know what really bummed me out? I had such a period recently, and my mom was in town, and my bathroom's small. And that, like, you know, because I, I haven't finished building my IKEA furniture yet, I don't have bathroom storage. So I could not hide a jar full of menstrual blood. So I had to flush all my menstrual blood during the cycle because I didn't want to freak out my poor mom. <sighs> Anyway, I'm still in mourning over that lost period. Well, your mom's a great person, so she is great. She's. Uh, she's we'll have to broach that conversation with her in the future. <laughs> um, also, black stones. Yes. Are good for 
when I this Protection. yeah when I um and this is one reason I think I can't get rid of my truck and trailer I really really locked them down so hard that they're just like mine forever but I'm trying to uh, unbind us now but I put I took different protective oils and I drew pentagrams behind all the furniture on my in my trailer and I took Virgin Mary, like the baseball cards that Catholic companies make. I don't know what they're called. But you know how these, they have these little laminated cards? Oh, yes. I got some Virgin Mary. I did get some Jesus. Um, St. Christopher and Joan of Arc. I'm really into Joan. Joan is the fucking... I mean, she's in the same realm of Jesus. Is like, keep your mouth shut. Like, okay, we believe, but don't tell the wrong people, Joan. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, the truth will set you free. <sighs> I guess if being set See, free I mean, is I think that's alive. the For me, that's the thing here. Like when you have... Oh, when you're a person like that and you have this like message and you have this truth, there is no, no. Being quiet guys, here's a really fun book to read in case you're wondering where I got the fucked up opinion of keep your mouth shut. Richard Bach illusions, uh, a reluctant Messiah's I've read that book. adventures of a reluctant Messiah. That's one with I, the airplane. Yeah. Yeah. I've read everything he wrote. I've major opinions about Richard Bach as I grew into my adulthood, but, um, kind of a terrible person but i like what yeah he's kind of a terrible person did you know he had like a bunch of kids he never wrote about and he left his wife and i mean he's just like he's also the author of jonathan livingston seagull which is boring yeah which i've never read which was for some reason i knew the name of that book my whole life also it's funny because he wrote all these soulmate books with leslie Parrish, who's this gorgeous actress who was in the manchurian candidate and uh lil abner like stunning beauty a beautiful soul they wrote books together about being soulmates and finding each other. Oh, are they together? Not anymore. And it's funny because a lot of people were like, and he still says, he's like, no, she's, she's my soulmate. And a lot of people are like, how did you break up? Why would you break up? Well, that's what you soulmates do. Like you get together for the period that you're supposed to be together. And then you break up unless you find, you know, your heart match or the person who you can be with forever. But soulmates, you're not supposed to be with them forever. Sometimes it's totally fine. Um, but yeah, he was apparently like a bit of a John Lennon kind of father, you know, not great, still cool thinker, imaginative, whatever. Um, but illusions in that book, he has, uh, uh, I can't remember his name now, but I have read it when I was like a kid, but it, it very much stayed with me. I loved all those books. I read everything Richard Bach ever wrote. And then I kind of outgrew him. But I do think there's something to illusions. I still, I still feel very strongly about it. And the idea is, and granted, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm Shirley Jackson reincarnated. I can see dragons. Oh, I have something else to tell you about Hakate. But um, um, I'm saying don't go before fucking Pilate or Patriarch. Don't just keep it. Does he do that? Does Richard Bach's character do this in he, Illusions? He, I'm trying to remember. He basically keeps it to himself. And Richard Bach is like, once he convinces Richard Bach that he is the new Messiah, Richard Bach's like, you should tell everybody. And he's like, oh. why? So I can be crucified. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. And and then it's really good. It, it just makes some good points. And it was also kind of like a basic story. You can read it in an hour, probably. Yeah, he's like a reluctant Messiah. Yes, that's yeah. a, the adventures of a reluctant Messiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Um, but what was the thing I just said I wanted to talk about, too? Oh, okay. So I told you a story about a power animal that I saw for someone, and it was at my place, the uh, the that castle in Portugal, which I found out later. My family is probably some of my family is probably from Portugal. Um, the other night, I, I had like really strong messages. Like I got this really strong message for someone I love, and it was like a health thing, and I and it, I was like fuck. So I, I messaged her, but also. 
that black queen squid showed up and she's like, bitch, I'm yours. And she was like really coming in hot. And I felt stupid. <laughs> I also felt like, wait, because it's very aquatic and black and there have been pentagrams. She was showing me all these pentagrams and I was like, holy shit, because Hakate, there's like the ocean version. There's the, the aquatic Hakate version. There are all these different versions. And I was like, holy shit, is this the, because she's on a throne, which is how I saw Hakate. And I was like, oh my God, is this part of it? Because the, the aquatic speaks very much to me um, for different reasons. But also since I started, we're journeying now where I'm going, my journeying is always through water. So that was something new. I don't think I was being sloppy. I think it was a thing where we were all together and I always try to see my animal. So sometimes I, I, I'm, try, I'm trying to see my animal and I think I saw somebody else's is basically, or if I scratch that. Uh, and You're re- trying to see yeah, someone else's, you. but you saw yours. Yes, thank you. Thank you. But I, I do feel kind of bad about it because I'm not going to tell that person otherwise because she's very much excited about that animal and whatever. I mean, but I think she'd probably be more excited to understand I don't know. Whatever animal it actually was. Maybe. Oh, maybe I could find her animal after all. Yeah. I feel really bad about it. Um, But that is also why touching sometimes is too much for me. And I do better from, I really read people so well from afar. Sometimes being with them. Well, though I see more colors, I guess, too, when I'm with them. But anyway, um, I do want, I wanted this whole theme to be about protection and I want everybody to feel safe. And I did want, when I was talking about Jesus, I just want to clarify he is really good for banishing evil and demons and anything that's going to try to get in your body jesus shows up um i I still love um you know archangel michael they both show up and that's one thing you can say about these christians (laughs) they show up original christian are there pancakes and card games we're here. <laughs> you know, Mormons help Lots me of pancake with my trailer. Yeah. Did you ever go to a pancake breakfast at a church as a kid? No. That's like their main way of fundraising I've is the pancake that. breakfast. It's like 8 a.m. on a fucking Saturday. Ew, no. And you have to go. And, and it's probably not even maple syrup. Yeah. It's probably fucking corn No, syrup. it's... Yeah, you're probably right. Because nobody wants to pay dollars, but... Well, I'll tell people what I do before I fall asleep. Yes. Um, which is... Now, I don't do it every night. Um, I do it on specific nights, like last night, mm-hmm. for example. Um, all my roommates were gone this weekend. Oh. So, I'm picturing you in risky business now where you're like sliding across the <laughs> essentially, floor. Essentially, right? With your socks I was on. I like deep cleaned my bathroom. Oh, shit, Ryan. Or at least part of it. Wow. Um, what a grown up man. And like just, I mean, it was, I had a great time. Yeah, sounds like it. I had a great time. Just I got out a mop bucket. <laughs> oh my god! Like yeah, like, Ryan, really got into it. This is very sexy. I oh. fucking love a clean man. Seriously. I mean, I I can mop a wall. <laughs> I can mop a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it gone? Is the sexiness gone? And so, um, so last night, so I've just been alone. I mean, I've been out of the house, mm-hmm. but like. I went to Target and didn't buy anything. <gasps> Sometimes I just walk around Target. I used to do that Walmart um, yeah. in Missouri to feel like a supermodel. <laughs> I know. That's all true what I just said. I'm not proud I heard it. <laughs> so um, last night, for whatever reason, it's late. Um, and this happens to me probably a few nights a week where I'll be in my room and it'll be dark. And I'll be like, I oh, don't feel great. And so, and I've got like brick dust on the windowsill, Ooh. on the doorway um, from Renee. I'm, you yeah. know, I've got other things, you know. 
Uh, you know, I burned some incense. I had the diffuser going. I had candles yeah. going. Um, and then while I'm, while I'm laying in bed, I'll close my eyes and I'll see what I see. And last night I saw just a bunch of scales. Like it was black, but like, you, you know how... You got that lizard thing. You know when you see like um, like scale, the outlines of scales, usually it's like the outline will be in black and like the scales will be light colored. Uh-huh. Well, in this particular case, I close my eyes and everything's black, but the outline is white, like almost like lightning, right? And so I'm like, well, that's not, that doesn't scare me. Um, but I feel like there's something, I feel like I just need to kind of put up my wall. Yeah. And so I just kind of, I say out loud or I whisper or some, sometimes I'll just say to myself, if there's anything here that I don't know, you're not welcome here. Yeah. Yes. And so I'll just say that a couple times. And, um, and then I'll say, hey, nothing personal. Yeah. But I'm just not in the space right now to be sharing space. Yeah. So you got to get. And, uh, and then usually I'll be able to fall asleep after that. Good for you. That's so. When I was in college, we had a really haunted dorm in Pittsburgh. Everything is haunted in Pittsburgh. Um, and we had this thing called the shuffler. And it was a giant man who wouldn't pick up his feet and would shuffle them on the carpet. And one night I was in bed and my toilet would flush by itself a lot. And that was happening. And I'm just lying there. And the shuffler comes shuffling down my hallway, shuffles right up to the bed. And I can actually feel a presence looming over me, even though there's I can't see anything, probably because I had my third eye shut at the time. And I'm, I'm just lying there with like the blanket pulled up to my face. And I said, please do not disturb me. And he turned around and he shuffled back out the door. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And they're not, they're not, not all ghosts are like bad or trying to, hurt us or scare us there was a moment last night where i thought i was going to like i had the sensation i was going to see a full body apparition oh wow and i I think one of the reasons i thought that probably was i very recently for my other podcast interviewed somebody who was telling me about a full body apparition experience they had so it's like i was thinking about it a lot the last few days I haven't seen Um, one of those and so i was expect i was half expecting to open my eyes after seeing like the like the um what is it when like something is like the opposite, like on photo, like everything that's white is black and oh, I know what you're uh, talking about. What's that called? I forget. I can't reverse the... osmosis. That's oh, well, not what anyway. Called. I was expecting after I saw like the lizard thing. I was expecting like the scales. I was like expecting night vision, kind of. Yeah, but there's a, like there's an actual exposure or there's a there's a, an actual term for it. And I can't believe I can't remember mm. it. But um, you're I, off coffee. I was expecting to see a full body apparition of something. Or someone standing at the edge of my bed. Well, you probably felt it and then chose not to see it because that's what we do. Yeah. And so then I was kind of like, but I was also like thinking about full body apparitions a lot the last couple of days. So I get mm. in my head a lot. And so that, that's when I was well, like, well, you'll okay. call in it, that shit too. And I was like, listen, I'm like, and, like, and I remember part of the thing that I said last night was like, hey, I'm, t- I'm cool with seeing a ghost. I'm, I'm cool with seeing somebody, um, you know, as long as it's 100%. Like I see it and it's awesome and makes me feel good as opposed to startles me or scares me in any way. And I'm probably not in that space right now. So unless you can do that, you know, I can't be seeing you. No. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. And then I fell asleep cause I drank that. I, a- a- Hell yeah. Ayurvedic tea. I'm saying that incorrectly. Probably Ayurvedic tea. D- um, I also wanted so to good. talk about, um, I know we're almost out. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're unbelievable. The series it's so good. 
And that was another reason I Is wanted to talk Is this a new about. series, an old series? It's new. Tony Collette, and I can't remember her name now. She's in Booksmart, and I had to keep remembering Booksmart because it's, it's, it's done really, really well. It is about rape, and it's very triggering, but... Um, Fuck, man, you'll get so mad watching this. And then, of course, it, you know it's, you're, she's going to be vindicated. But it's so scary to be a woman sometimes and be preyed upon by fucking, I don't even know what the statistics are. One out of three of us are raped. So what is that? One in three men are rapists? I don't know. I don't know. No, that math doesn't make sense. But there are rapists constantly. I think about this like I probably made eye contact with one today, you know, when I'm out. Like this is a thing we have to be scared of to be safe. We have to lock our doors right away. We have to lock our, keep our windows locked, all this stuff. But I am living a life now. I used to take showers and my ther- this really freaked my therapist out. I said, I've never taken a shower where I didn't think, well, I'll use that as a weapon if someone breaks in. And she was like, what? You can't take showers and think about being raped every shower. And I was like, I do. So that was a huge thing to overcome. But I did it, you know. And I just want everybody who, especially the women listening, we have to be on guard. We, ha- we, ha- we don't have to be afraid, but we have to be on guard. It is fucking scary, but we don't have to choose fear because fear is the biggest block of our strength. Don't be afraid. Put your selenite in the corners of your room. Get the obsidian, the black tourmaline. Um, what's the other one we like? Um, onyx. Onyx, yes. Put that shit in the corners. Obsidian, black sea tur- salt, tur- tourmaline. Call onyx. in your angels. Call in your ancestors. You, ha- we are powerful. Now, if you got a contract out for a lot of uh, horrible things to happen to you to make you a stronger warrior, then that's a bummer. You're going to go through it. But at the same time, you can feel safe. You can make yourself feel safe. And what I like to do, too, is I will just picture the um, the white light or the golden bubble sometimes if I feel a little bit scared or rattled. Um, just like anxious and I'll just push everything out. Like I'll, I'll be in my bed and I'll just visualize it pushing everything out of my space. And then they can't get back in past all my little barriers and guards. Push it all out. Close your portals, push it out. You are a powerful, powerful fucking bitch and you don't have to be afraid. Oh yeah. And you don't have to watch Unbelievable either. It's really, really hard to watch. <laughs> I like when my, I bring in my animals. Yes. To like, if I've got like a lion and an eagle flying around. Yep. Those are pretty fierce. Yeah. Yeah. Then I turn myself into a tree. Yes. Also fear you, that's when you get the bad ghost attachments. That's when you, fear attaches to you. You know, we attract what we are. And if you walk around feeling strong and powerful, you'll just get more of that. Well, hell yeah. Hell yeah, Ryan. Um, Thank you for listening to another episode of This Is Where the Magic Happens. I'm Ryan Singer. That's Angela Lovell. We can be found on the internet, on Instagram at... This is or where magic. This is where magic. This is where the where the magic. Where the magic happens. Also, this is where the magic happens. I bought both those dot coms. We got both of them. Okay, but magic moment on Twitter. Although I don't think we. Do you tweet? I tweet about episodes, and sometimes I retweet something really funny. Okay, Um, and you know the Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never on my own Twitter. Yeah. Like I've never, it's it's rare. I mean, I check my notifications, I, but that's that's I don't, all I'm never, I do now too. I'm, I'm trying to tweet again. I'm I don't timeline to tweet. it. Um, so you can find us on Facebook. Um, you can find us everywhere. Podcasts are available. We think mm-hmm. we have the glitch figured out after switching hosting services. We'll see. Yeah. And so I think we're available on like seven or eight different platforms right now. We're on Google. We're on Spotify. We're on Write iTunes. Write us reviews, Stitcher. you guys. Write us reviews. I still have a jar. It will be on my altar for eternity. Even if even if Ryan dies, which he won't, don't worry. But if Ryan dies and the podcast is gone, 
all of you are staying with me forever. So I write do have us a, a sneaking review. suspicion that I may disappear. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just being dramatic. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, Rising is my Instagram uh, and lovable, 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 lovable. That's exactly how you say uh, it is also on Instagram. So, you know, give us a follow. We would appreciate that. And uh, yeah, you can see what we're up to. And it's also a good way to try to make contact. But also keep in mind, especially for Angela, that, you know, if if you're reaching out to her for psychic uh, questions or things like that, that, um, you know, keep in mind that that is her, you know, that is her job. You're asking a, it's like asking a major league baseball player to come over and just teach Aww. you how to pitch. Thank you for comparing me to major league and not minor league, Ryan. You're welcome. You're a good friend. Yeah, I'm just a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, we love you. Uh, take care of yourself. And we'll, we'll just ask you to remember one very important thing. This shit is real. <laughs>